This episode is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible Plus is a brand new all-you-can-listen membership that offers access to thousands of titles, including a vast array of audiobooks, podcasts, and originals. And we want to hook you up with a free trial. Just head over to magiconmainstreet.com slash audible or click the link in the show notes to sign up for a free trial today. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hey everyone, welcome to Magic on Main Street. I'm Sean. I'm Tabitha. And I'm Kenzie. Over the past few years, our little family has lived the Disneyland lifestyle. As an ex-cast member, Magic Key holders, and Disney Vacation Club members, we've been surrounding our lives with Disney. We'll be your one-stop shop for Disneyland and Walt Disney World history and trivia, and all the insider information you could ever ask for on merchandise, food, shows, attractions, and everything else you should know about the parks. And don't forget the hidden Mickeys! Our goal is to bring a little magic to your ears each week by sharing our Disney journey with you. This This is Magic Magic on Main Street. And here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Oh, yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? What up? What up? What up? Oh, my gosh. It's it's, uh, it's episode 50 of the Magic on Main Street podcast, and I'm Sean. <laughs> with us, uh, actually, not with us. Uh, Kenzie's not with us this episode. We have a lot of dogs. They got really excited. They yeah, they we got really excited. Um, yeah, Kenzie's not with us, so we're going to do something a little bit different today. Um, but our mascot, Scar the kitten, is with us today. He's upstairs, and because then the we dogs ha- are around because we have multiple dogs right now. We have um, our second mascot, uh, Captain Steve Rogers. Our third mascot, uh, Chewbacca the dog. And our fourth mascot, uh, Princess Sweet Potato Pie. Princess Sweet Potato Pie, who's a new addition to the family. This is just a zoo over here. Anywho, welcome to the show. Uh, We're so glad you're here. Um, It's been a little while. Took a little bit of a break. We do that from time to time, as you know. When things get overwhelming. Uh, Well, I mean, there's a lot (laughs) going on. I got a new new job. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been working like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Mental health is important. So, yeah, Um, just a lot of things going on. Uh, But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just you guys get it. Welcome back. We're glad, glad to be back. Yeah. Uh, We did go to Disneyland a few times recently. So we'll be talking about those things, some new food, new merch, uh, all kinds of good stuff. So. Uh, why don't we kick off the show the right way? Hey, uh, hey, Kaylin, won't you do your thing? Magic on Main Street podcast, perfect for Disney fans. Magic on Main Street podcast, talking about Disneyland. Magic on Main Street podcast for when you're making your Disney plans. Magic on Main Street podcast, Sean and Tabitha will be right back. We're back. We're back. Um, <clears throat> let's get into some shout outs first. Yes. Uh, one, I want to shout out all of our Patreon subscribers. Um, you can be one too for as little as $2 a month. You can support the show. Um, if you want us to have a more regular schedule, replace our income. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's real easy to do. Just head over to patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. Uh, yeah. Um, also, our buddy Jeff, he's a new uncle again. <gasps> Yay! Uh, so welcome to the world, Darcy. Happy birthday. So exciting. Um, want to shout out our friend Jordan. Jordan and I go back to my Colorado days. She was one of uh, my students at the dance studio and she does custom shoes. Oh, they're so cool. Um, and she's been doing this really cool stuff where she's messing with like um, light sensitive paint. Mm-hmm. And so she did a, a pair of um, Aurora mm-hmm. where the blue, so it was, it was pink and then blue came in really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then there's another pair that she just did. That is the Marauders map from Harry That's Potter. So, cool. uh, so yeah, go give her a, a, a glance. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at customs by Jordan and Jordan is with a Y at the end. Um, so yeah, I uh, just wanted to give her a shout out. Want to shout out our friend, one of our executive producers, Damaris. Uh, I don't think we've ever like titled them our Mm -mm. executive producers, but they are. Um, She brought us Gideon's. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to the Gideon's uh, podcast last episode, 
but we are obsessed with Gideon's. So she brought us some cookies. So thank you, Dam. Appreciate you and love you. That's where she says it right now. Love you too, to her stereo. <laughs> <laughs> she said, love you, boo. I know she did. Um, also, speaking of executive producers, we have a new executive producer. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. giving out titles left I, and right. Well, I mean, you know, when you earn and it, And social you media manager. And social media manager. Yeah. Uh, our friend, you know her, you love her. Her name is Alvi. It's Disneylandia on Instagram. She's a huge, you know, I don't like using the term influencer and neither does she, but she's been a Disney influencer for a long time. Um, she knows what she's doing with, with, um, you know, building communities. So we asked her to help us out a little bit. She did a bunch of stuff while she was just in Florida this week. So welcome to the, to the team officially, Alvi. <laughs> she's been on the show. Go check back uh, to our, our, uh, first, uh, earlier episodes if you mm-hmm. haven't heard it, but yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much, Alvi, and welcome to the team officially. And speaking of executive producers, we want to thank all of them. So Alvi, Dam, Eric, Patrick, and Karin, if you have any interest in being an executive producer or a contributor, please let us know. Hit us up at friends at magiconmainstreet.com. Or on Instagram. Or on Instagram at magiconmainpod. Yay! All right. A couple more shout outs. One to our friend, Johanna Melnick. Um, She's been a strong supporter of the show for a long time. She's been following us um, on Instagram. We've been chatting a lot over the couple, I guess a couple years. Mm -hmm. Um, We actually get to meet her tomorrow. So cool. Her and her wife. I'm so excited. So shout out to you. I'm really excited to meet you. Tell the story about it on the next episode. And then uh, this one's a little bit more, I guess, serious. There's been some really crazy stuff going on with Disney and the executives and all that good stuff. So just want to say the the team at Magic on Main Street podcast stands very firmly with our brothers and sisters in the LGBTQIA plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you matter. You're just as important as the next guy and you should be defended as such. Mm-hmm. So um, and I want to say we. Um, so I, I think that it's very important and we do stand with our brothers and sisters in that community. So just wanted to get that in there. Yeah. All right. What else? Birthdays. Happy birthday. So if you, not yet, you're way too early. (laughs) All right. So first up, Steven Tyler, which is your dad. That's my dad. Apparently. If you ask Tabitha's mom, Steven Tyler is her father. Mm -hmm. Uh, Martin Short, Amy Sedaris, and... Somebody has been in the news with the Star Wars community, Ewan McGregor. Ooh. Happy birthday. But more importantly, our friends, we missed one, uh, which is Karen's brother, brother cousin. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> she, it's her cousin, but she considers him a brother. Um, Ed Erickson. It, it is a funny thing to say when you think about it. Uh, so Ed Erickson, happy birthday. Your mom, Tabitha. My mom. Jennifer Brogan. Happy birthday, mom. Karina Walsh. That's my friend that I have known um, from the Twilight community since yeah. I was like 13. Yeah. Happy birthday, Karina. Ingrid Moon from the Star Wars community. Also in the Star Wars community, Michael Gregory. And then our friend from way back in the social club days, Matt Reyes. <laughs> so all these great people. I want to wish you a happy birthday. And so do these people. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear. Jennifer, Karina, Ingrid, Michael, and Matt. I got overwhelmed. Happy Happy birthday birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Woo. Woo. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's it for shout outs and birthdays. I think it's time for This Week in Disney History. It's time for This Week in Disneyland History. Talk about things that happened in the past. Like 1928, when Walt Disney's trademark application for Mickey Mouse was filed with the United States Patent Office. Oh my. Great job, everyone. That song was put together by our dear friend Daniel Proc, Daniel Proc95 on Instagram. Okay, we've got. We've got a few uh, this week in Disney history. Um, And it's funny, there's a lot of railroad stuff. (laughs) So here we go. In 1958, the Disneyland Railroad's newest engine, the Fred S. Gurley engine, number three, is commissioned into service. Built in 1894 by Baldwin Locomotive Works, 
It is named for 1958 Santa Fe Railroad President Fred Gurley. Originally in service since 1895, it had been used to haul sugarcane on a New Orleans plantation. It is the oldest of any of the engines in Disney parks. Did not know that. Hmm. Pretty cool. In 1973, Walt Disney World raises general admission for the second time since the park's October 1971 opening. General admission for adults is now (laughs) $4.50. What a time to be alive. Up from $3.75. Ticket books are increased by $0.35 for a book of eight. That's so funny. I'm so jealous. (laughs) More locomotive history. In 1999, the rededication of the E.P. Ripley Disneyland Railroad Steam Engine No. 2 takes place at Disneyland. The train, which has been in service since the park's opening day in 1955, was considered Walt Disney's favorite attraction. It has been totally restored. That was 1999. And then also in 1999, Disneyland announces it has acquired a new locomotive. Disneyland Railroad Engine Number 5 that will be dedicated under the name Ward Kimball in Ward's honor. The newly acquired engine is currently undergoing restoration and will have custom paintings of Jiminy Cricket by Mr. Kimball on either side of the headlamp. You were just on a like locomotive kick today. It's, it just happened this week. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> in 2000, Disneyland officials lift the ban on park employees wearing mustaches, an edict that has been uh, put into effect in 1957 by Walt Disney himself. Which is funny because this is when I worked at Disneyland and I remember that they had lifted it and everybody wore it and started wearing a mustache. (laughs) So people would be off for a few days and they'd come back with like peach fuzz on their lip and it was the funniest thing. That's so funny. Uh, 2004, Fess Parker, known for his Disney role of Davy Crockett and later Daniel Boone, appears in Washington, D.C. to donate one of his original caps as well as a buckskin ensemble to the Smithsonian National Museum. And then in 2008, a baby giraffe named AJ enters the world at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The calf, the third giraffe to be born this year at the theme park, stands at about six feet tall, weighs in at 145 pounds. Jeez Louise. I know, right? So that was in 2008. So happy birthday, AJ. Aww. So cute. Oh my gosh, not a baby anymore. That's a 14-year-old giraffe. No, that's giraffe. a 14-year-old giraffe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because that was 2008. Time yeah. isn't real. No, it's crazy. <laughs> well, people say 20 years ago, I still think the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I'm old. You are. All right. <laughs> That's enough of that. Uh, that is This Week in Disney History. Up with, up next. What? Bleh, 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 bleh. Up next, the news. This just in. Breaking news. News, news, news. I can talk. Yes, you can. All right. Lots of news. All of the news. You want to take over for Walt Disney World? (sighs) I guess. Okay, so the Tumble Monkeys are going to be returning to the Festival of the Lion King soon, um, which everybody is guessing that that means that the full show should be back in full swing um, in the next coming months. So everything that you were used to pre-COVID should hopefully be back within the next like month or two. I feel like we're going to see a lot of entertainment coming back very Mm -hmm. soon. I'm excited. Uh, speaking of entertainment coming back, the Frontierland Hoedown Happening returns to the Magic Kingdom after a two-year hiatus. Um, people have noticed that there are characters missing. It looks like it's just dancers as of right now. But we've already seen that things are returning back to their normal pre-COVID stuff slowly but surely. So just give them some time and characters will probably be added to it. Yeah. Um, And then a new dining option is set to open in 2023 at Disney's Boardwalk. Um, It's called the Cake Bake Shop, which I already have like obsessed over the menu. And it looks pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So from the Disney Park blog, it says waterside strolls will be extra special with storybook sweet treats and dreamy desserts at the Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers, a new table service restaurant and bakery that's sure to delight. Expected to open in 2023, this restaurant will offer both savory and dessert menus along with afternoon tea service in a whimsical atmosphere that complements the magic of the idyllic charm of Disney's boardwalk that guests know and love. I love whimsical. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's one of my favorite things. I know it is. And it looks super cute. So if you guys have a chance to look up the Cake Bake Shop, they have two other locations. 
definitely look them up. The menus sound amazing. The decor is super cute. And I the whimsy. And the whimsy. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm, I'm definitely going to, um, on one of our next trips, uh, Amy and Dam, keep this in mind, when we're there in 2023, I'm going to plan a ladies' afternoon tea. And I'll just... All right. <laughs> when I make my exit, I guess. That's it for Disney World. All right. Toontown is closed at Disneyland. (gasps) I know. Um, It's been removed from the map and uh, the reimagining has begun. How exciting. It's so funny to me though, because there are so many like me tours at Disneyland and there's so many people that trash talked Toontown for the longest time. And then all of a sudden it's closing and people are holding like candlelight vigils and what? Seriously, there were people at the fountain handing out pennies to make wishes about Toontown. And I'm like, you all hated Toontown up until this moment. When was the last time you stepped into this smelling place? How dare you? <laughs> people. Uh, speaking of reimagining, the AMC theater has been demolished in uh, downtown Disney. That's it's so like weird. down. That's so Yeah, weird. it's crazy. Oh, so has the Starbucks. The and the Starbucks, Starbucks. yeah. And uh, what, what else was over that way? Uh, Sugar Boo. Boo. Sugar Boo. There we go. Well, they closed a while ago. Mm-mm. Yeah, they, they closed. Still open. No, they closed um, a couple months ago. The last time we were over there, they were still open because I walked through it. This, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just thinking of something else. All right. Leaked concept art images hint at a possible replacement for Paradise Pier Hotel, a Toy Story themed hotel. Tokyo Disneyland is preparing to open their new Toy Story themed hotel in addition to the one that already existed in Shanghai. So plans for the Disneyland Forward DTD expansion include rumors of a Toy Story Land addition to DCA similar to Hollywood Studios, which I would not be mad at. That'd be really, really cool. And I think they have the room for it. Yeah. And if they, I don't know, would they retheme it? Retheme Paradise or uh, Pixar Pier or... No, they'd probably keep it the same, and then it would just be an extension off of Pixar Pier. So, like, where where could things go? Well, they've already got Toy Story or Midway Mania. What else? Slinky Dog. They wouldn't. They couldn't put in a Slinky Dog. You never know, because we don't really know exactly how much well, of that land. That's not. Yeah. So, if they actually got rid of Goofy Sky School. And they took over all the restaurant space there, which I don't know if they'd be losing anything if they did. Well, I don't know if they could do that either because that goes up right against Grand Californian. That's true. Yeah, I don't Who know. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll shut down or create a bridge or something of Disneyland Drive and it'll just expand out into the street and it could be another in-park entrance. Yeah. They could, the symbol lot is just like prime real estate. Mm-hmm. They could turn that into a whole new land. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else? Uh, the Magic Key Terrace remodel is finished and it looks gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the theming behind it is really, really pretty. Um, they basically decided like every other place in the park kind of has its own like story attached to it. So they created a story to go with the magic key terrace. So and the it was, story is, I don't know if you know this, uh, here in this magical land, uh, the villagers all pay tons of money <laughs> to have this little remote restaurant. Nope. Is that it? Nope. Oh. The backstory oh. places the magic key terrace as an hacienda recently purchased by a young couple who want to keep the location's old charm and add contemporary elements. Oh, that's a lot better of a story. Mm-hmm. Like it's really one. pretty. They have a lot of new light fixtures. <laughs> You're dumb. A lot of new light fixtures, some new art. It's in, yeah, it's just, it's really pretty. It's like a yeah. little Spanish hacienda. Yeah, I love it. Um, improvements to traffic flow in New Orleans Square are set to begin on. Like a week ago. Oh, actually, no, that was a week ago. Yeah. We're a little bit late on that one. Yeah, but it's still happening. Um, but they're, it is happening. Readjusting everything. And I think so. I think part of that is they removed the trees out of the queue in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So I think they're tightening up the queue inside of 
the 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 archway. They're gonna make sure that it no longer overflows yeah. into the walkway yeah. in front of the. Rivers. Well, it's still it's still gonna have to. That's not gonna alleviate all of it. They're they're gonna figure out a way to reroute it because of Phantasmic coming back. Yeah. Which is always a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And the way the parks have been lately, it's going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What else? Oh, in addition to the return of Main Street Electrical Parade returning on 422, Disneyland Forever Fireworks will also be making their return debut. And I will be standing there crying. Oh. I thought I was going to sneeze. Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to sneeze? Okay. It's gone. You can catch the Main Street Electrical Parade at 8.45 and 10.30 nightly. Disneyland Forever will start at 9.30. World of Color is also coming back. I'm so excited. Also on 422, um, but there's no showtimes announced as of yet. And then continuing with some DCA information, Web Slingers now has a single writer line available. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. That was a good use of that sound effect. I'm really <laughs> proud of myself there. Uh, well, that yeah, that is exciting because um, people just want to get on and off that thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the line, it's kind of been hit and miss lately. I've noticed that it's been either really long or like super short. When we walked through the other day, it was really really short. Yeah. All right. Well, that is all the news I think we have. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then up next is merch. Let's talk about merch. Let's talk about a bunch of cool stuff. Let's talk about merch. That is the fabulous Cameron James Parker at Cameron James Parker on Instagram. And you can also find him on all the music platforms where he's got a wonderful Disneyland themed album. And it's beautiful. Wow. Wow. All right, what do we got for merch? Um, a lot of Mary Poppins merch was released over the last couple of weeks, um, which you can find in the UK Pavilion in Epcot and also in Downtown Disney. Um, a cute Mary Poppins inspired hat, a skirt, a water bottle, some home decor, which is really, really, really cute. Um, it's a little plaque that says 17 Cherry Tree Lane, um, a little top for kids. There's all kinds of stuff, and it's all just like pink and white and frilly and precious. Um, There's also a new Mary Poppins ornament with her in her white dress with one of the penguins. Um, And on the bottom of it, it says Jolly Holiday. It's precious, and I think I want that for our Christmas tree this year. Okay. Um, Oh. Oh. My computer just did something weird. I'm so sorry. Flower and garden rain boots and gardening shirt. Yes, that's what it is. Sorry, it's not letting me like click on. Oh, there it goes. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you can find all of the Mary Poppins stuff in downtown Disney or at the UK Pavilion in Epcot. Um, Flower and Garden has had a lot of really cute stuff released um, like sporadically since it began. Um, since it began on the 4th of this month. Um, well, two of those things, they're matching. I have no use for them, but I want them. There is a pair of Flower and Garden Festival rain boots. Rain boots could come in handy, but it's like, when do you carry them? Right. Always? So they're like a, a like a light, like pastel yellow color. And they've got like daisies and butterflies and marigolds and roses on them. And they're just, here, you, you, want, you want to see it? Um, they're beautiful. They're but so yeah, when do, you, when do you wear them? I don't know. I just really want them because they're yeah. really cute. <laughs> um, and then, again, something else that I have no use for because it's not like I do any gardening on the regular. But there's a new gardening shirt as well. What is a gardening shirt? It's kind of like a smock. Like. Oh. Like, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It's not. It's it's a shirt. It is. But like it's like bigger sized. Like so you have like so you more range move. of motion. Um, but on the back of it, it has a little pair of yellow rain boots and then some gardening gloves and a watering bucket and like a radish and some flowers and stuff. And it says grow happiness. Oh, that's cute. That's really cute. Again, I have no use for it, but I want it. Right. Um, I'm, I think this is dumb, but they made it anyway. So you know how they made the popcorn scented spirit jersey and the backpack and the ears? 
Wait, I didn't realize the spirit jersey was scented. Yep. I thought it was just the backpack and ears. Nope. Okay. There's now a scented Mickey pretzel spirit jersey. I mean, Which I'm like, is it just going to smell, smell like yeast? Yeah, <laughs> pretzels don't have like a... Does it smell bready? Huh. Yeah, I don't understand. It's hmm. a white jersey. The sleeves are patterned with salted Mickey pretzels. And then it's like a Mickey pretzel design on the back. And like, yeah, not a fan. I don't like it. I can see the ears in the backpack. The and I don't even know if they have a ears or backpack for the pretzels yet, but they do have the spirit jersey and it's scented. So does it go away after the first wash? I have no idea. Well, I mean, think about that. Your, 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 your jersey's going to smell like gain and, and pretzels. <laughs> like but how do they, so like they have like pretzels. the lasso bear and that smells always like Kenzie still smells like strawberries. Yeah. But that's a stuffed animal. That's true. That's not something you wash regularly. That's true. Okay. I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Somebody tell me. Somebody it's buy it and then though. wash it and let me know what it smells like. It's cute though. Despite the smell. It's cute, but I just don't. It wasn't necessary. Oh, you know something that I wanted to throw on merch that I didn't? Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was grabbing those um, black and gold spirit jerseys mm-hmm. um so it's got the gold d on the front and then on the back it's got a huge castle that starts kind of at the butt and goes all the way up the back mm-hmm. i have one and i love it it's one of my favorite spirit jerseys so they actually made that into a t-shirt now oh yeah so yeah same design but it's a t-shirt so maybe with some of these more popular spirit jerseys they'll start making t-shirts to accompany them which would be awesome i would be a fan of that especially the black ones yeah if they did, if they did the, um, the, the plain, like black and white, the black Jersey with the white D as a t-shirt, I'd buy five of them. You know, I can make that for you. No, right? I know, but I'd, re- I, I want authentic gear sometimes, you know, with the puffy. They have puffy vinyl. Listen, I'm just trying to, spend I'm trying more to money save money at money. Disneyland. I'm trying to save money. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Cause I really want to go to Disney world. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> We were supposed to go next week, or no, in two weeks, and we had to cancel it. I hate yeah, well, being an adult. Yeah. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving on. Tokyo Disneyland is celebrating the 39th anniversary of their Critter Country. 39. So they've released a full collection of merch, which you can find online. But previously, they have sent stuff over to Disney World for their parks anniversary merch. So hopefully we'll see some stuff coming to Disney World. Um, Because a lot of the stuff is really cute. Listen, they have have canoe stuff. They do. And I want the canoe stuff. But their canoes are called the Beaver Brothers Explorer Canoes. Right. Not the same as Disneyland. And do you know why they do that? Mm -mm. Because they don't have a strong Davy Crockett knowledge in Asia. Oh, yeah, I guess that is just a... That's a pretty American thing. America. America. With coonskin caps and (laughs) Bowie knives. So weird. Okay. But they have a really cute pin that has Mickey and Minnie in a canoe. And it says um, 39th anniversary, uh, April 15th, 2022. I like that backpack they have. They have a green backpack that has uh, Minnie, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto in a canoe. And then it looks, is it beavers in the water with them? Yeah. Looks like beavers in the water with them. Um, they have a drawstring explorer canoes bag that no, says Tokyo ducks. Disneyland. Oh, it is ducks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they have like a little like serving bowl with a little like <laughs> spatula that's really a canoe cute. with a paddle. <laughs> um, they have a little train that has the 39th anniversary stuff on it. They have a stuffed Mickey. It's all really, really cute merch. So I do hope that they bring it over to uh, Tokyo. So I mean, if, to Walt Disney World. They if, also have a bowl. I mean, a, a, a mug that goes with that spoon. Okay. If anybody's going to uh, Tokyo and can get me something... I really want the pin and I really want the backpack. Mm-hmm. So send your, send it to PO box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but if you do want to send me something, ask me and I'll give you my address. Um, they also have like shirts and they'll have a picnic blanket and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of stuff. If you guys are heading to Asia anytime soon, or if you want to do some shopping on the Tokyo Disney website, if you have somebody in Asia that you could send it to and they could send it to you. But yeah, that's all. 
No, you're missing something. No, I meant for that collection. Oh. <laughs> and the, oh, my computer's being so weird. Um, a new ombre spirit jersey and matching shorts set was released at Disney Springs. It's kind of like a corally ombre color. Um, and the shorts are more like basketball shorts. They are not flattering. They're not. The color is very awkward. It's coral. The ombre is very awkward. It's weird. It looks like you're you're bleeding. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah. The, the spirit jersey's cute. The shorts the were shorts maybe a miss. Look, the shorts they short sided. <laughs> I'll throw a picture up on a... short short sided. Get it? Because because they're, they're shorts. I get it. I'll throw a picture up on Instagram and we'll do a poll and you guys give us a yay or nay on the shorts because I'm not a big fan of them. Short short sided. <laughs> Moving on. There's a new lounge fly. It's available for DVC members. And it's at Downtown Disney and Walt Disney World at Old Key West in their general store. Okay. Um, you know that retro Mickey uh with the stripes and stuff that they had put out for a while? Now they have a vacation club member lounge fly. Okay. That is in that same design. So it has the the four colored stripes. It says Disney Vacation Club member with the stripes again and then a little gold Mickey. Super cute. It has a front pocket, the regular big pocket, uh, yellow side pockets, and it comes like in the overall like cream color. I really like it. You just got a new lounge fly. I did just get a new lounge fly. What is it? Simba and Simba Mufasa. Simba and Mufasa. And it's flocked, so it's yeah, fuzzy. It's, it's so really cute. cute. I just got a new lounge fly. You did. But it's not Disney. It's not Disney. It's Back to the Future, and it's awesome. It is pretty cool. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> okay, that's it for merch. That's it for merch? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That was a lot, though. Mm-hmm. All right, well, up next, it's, <laughs> up, neck. up next, it's Hidden Mickeys with... Someone. Me. It's time for Hidden Mickey of the Week. Looking everywhere, Kenzie's here to share the Hidden Mickey of the Week. Hello. Well, um, welcome to Hidden Mickey's with the kid. There's no kid. She's uh, with her mama. And um, we didn't, we weren't able to set up a time today. So uh, we have something different today. Um, And we've been talking about this for a while, actually. Kenzie has been wanting to kind of branch out and do not just Hidden Mickey's, but kind of like hidden items or, or, you know, secret things around the park. So not just hidden Mickey's. So I think this is a good way to kick that off. So I want to talk about Mr. Limpet, the incredible Mr. Limpet. You know who that is? You Mm -hmm. ever seen it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're on, uh, Ariel's undersea journey, what is, what is mermaid called? I don't know. It's so funny. There's so many attractions that we don't know what they're actually called. We just call them by their nickname, which Mm -hmm. is little mermaid. So anyway, on little mermaid at DCA, uh, when you are in kind of the big room where it's the under the sea scene and everybody's singing and playing instruments and and uh, everything's going on, you're going to see Ariel and she's up there kind of dancing. Uh, you're going to see Flounder. He's kind of trapped by a, a lady who's kind of rubbing her um, uh, sash or silk something on her on him and he's uncomfortable. If you turn around in the shell and look behind you, you're going to see a fish kind of just hiding hiding out back there. It's actually The Incredible Mr. Limpet. And The Incredible Mr. Limpet was a film that was released by Warner Brothers in 1964. It was a combination of live action and animation. And the film was the last animation work done by the Warner Brothers studio, famed for Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, and Porky Pig, before officially shutting down all production and outsourcing future animations to other companies run by former employees like Fritz Freeling and Chuck Jones. So... Mr. Limpet was played by Don Knotts, and uh, he's a mild-mannered fellow named Henry Limpet, who in 1941 is classified as uh, 4F and cannot join the Navy to serve his country as World War II rages. Deeply depressed, Limpet, on a trip to Coney Island, falls into the water and magically, through the miracle of hand-drawn cell-painted animation, transforms into a blue-colored fish, a tile fish, still sporting his distinctively round-lens glasses. (laughs) And he's now able to help the U.S. Navy hunt down and destroy Nazi U-boats to help win the war. 
It's a fun movie. It's a really cool movie. And so they decided, hey, we're under the sea. Let's throw let's let's throw out a little shout out to Mr. Limpet and Don Knotts. And so yeah, you'll see Ariel dancing. Uh, flounders there turn around he's kind of uh, peeking out be- between some seagrass I love it isn't it cool mm-hmm. uh, I see it all the time every time I'm in there I turn around and look to make sure I see it uh, I hope you see it if you do or if you didn't know about it or if you want to share a story about it please let us know friends at magiconmainstreet.com and also if you have a hidden Mickey or a hidden item around the parks that you'd like to share with us please shoot us an email hit us up on Instagram at friends at no at magic on main pod. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, that was hidden Mickey of the week up next food. Uh, we hit up the DCA food and wine festival. We did. Sorry. My, um, your computer died. My computer died. Oh, goodness. That's why it was being so weird, I think. It was like, come on, we're falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we hit up the DCA Food and Wine Festival. There is a foodie guide available, if, if you haven't seen it. This is running through April 26th, so you still have plenty of time to get out there and see this. You have more. You have a, a month, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend you get out there. Lots of great food. We're going to talk about what we ate in uh, uh, our last trip segment. So check that out. But did you want to go over some of the highlights or what were you going to do with that um, before your computer took a dump? I was going to go through the foodie guide. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I can do it. So I don't think I'm going to read every single item that you can get like I normally do, but I'll read through the booths and maybe like one of their featured items. Okay. Does that sound yeah. good to you? Yeah. Okay. So there's going to be a delish booth, which you can get uh, Cubano sliders at, which are slow roasted mustard crusted pork and sliced smoked ham mm. and melted switch Swiss cheese. Mm-mm. A slice of pickle served on a Hawaiian roll. Man. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. They also have a chocolate marshmallow cold brew cocktail, which I've heard from one person that it was yucky and then another person that it was pretty good. So we might have to try that one ourselves. Okay. Um, there's the Nuts About Cheese booth, which if you're going to get anything there, you're going to get the Snickers Caramel Peanut Milk Chocolate Mickey Macaron. Man, it's oh good. Oh my gosh. It's rich, but it's good. It's so, 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 so good. Um, there's Uncork California, which will have um, artisan cheese selections as well as a chocolate hazelnut crunch dessert um, and a mimosa flight, which, spoiler alert, was fantastic. Um, the berry patch, which will have a strawberry cheesecake with a lemon chantilly, which sounds really good. The California Craft Brews has the IPA sausage dog, along with all different kinds of oh, beers and beer flights that you can grab. Yum. It was good. <laughs> um, the Peppers Caliente booth, which has a chili relleno empanada. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. It was the best item of the whole. <laughs> You're getting festival. ahead of yourself. I can't, I can't stop myself. <laughs> it was so good. I had two. It was so good. Oh, my goodness. Um, I heart artichokes, which has the chicharron crusted fried artichoke dip, which I heard was okay. Um, avocado time that has a frozen guacamole. Oh, we didn't try that one. Mm-mm. We need to get it though. Uh, Cluckadoodle Moo, which is a returning favorite, has ranch wings with a hot sauce drizzle. Um, Golden Dreams has a honey orange glazed salmon salad with citrus vinaigrette. The Garlic Kissed booth has a grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic Gruyere smashed potatoes, which are, and a black garlic chimichurri. Um, LA Style has a glazed barbecue pork belly with furikake togarashi mac salad. Mm. Okay. We didn't see that one. We didn't go to that booth, but I do want to. We're going back next week, or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow. Uh, Willie's Churros has a mango churro. Which... I'm okay. I'm going to try it. You can. Um, Smoke Jumpers has a pepperoni pizza slider, which sounds really, really good. Um, the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail churro cart has a maple bacon churro. Mm-mm. Sonoma Terrace has an old, old world aged white cheddar lager soup with a toasted mm-hmm. fig and prosciutto sandwich. That sounds good. It does sound really good. 
Cocina Cucamonga has a strawberry horchata, and you can also get it with spiced rum. Strawberry horchata? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Lucky Fortune Cookery has a mushroom bao with a hoisin glazed mushrooms, Asian slaw, and jalapeno in a steamed bun. I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> Pacific Wharf has an avocado toast. Uh, the Pacific Wharf cappuccino cart has an horchata cold brew. Uh, Paradise Garden Grill has all Wait, kinds of stuff. Did we try that? We tried the one at uh, Zocalo, which right, I'm assuming right. is going to be the same. Okay. Um, Paradise Garden Grill has all kinds of new stuff for this. Um, so definitely check out their menu. One of the things that sounds really, really good is their brisket fries. Um, and they have a jerk chicken. So what a jerk, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, at the special event cart in Paradise Gardens, you can get pretzel bites with a beer cheese sauce. Um, all different kinds of beers at the beer garden over there. Lamplight has some little donuts, that are cookies and cream. Mm. Sounds fantastic. Um, you can get that at the lounge or at Boardwalk Dining. They have a smoked pineapple bourbon cocktail that sounds really, really good. Um, Pim Test Kitchen has an elote pretzel. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taryn Treats has a raspberry spiral ration. And then there are a couple of different things at restaurants in downtown Disney. Um, definitely take a look if you're planning on spending the day in downtown because uh, certain options are only available on certain days. All right. And then similarly, there is an Epcot Flower and Garden foodie guide available. That's running from the, well, it's, it's currently going on until July 4th. So check that out. And then you came across a really weird item that's in downtown Disney right now. Mm-hmm. What is it? A giant mozzarella on a stick. Yeah. And it's covered in Rice Krispie. Yeah. it's And it looks enormous. It's $14. $14? It's huge. Okay. We're going to try it tomorrow. We got to try the $14 mozzarella stick. Mm-hmm. We'll report back. Okay. Sounds we'll good. We'll do... Check out our Instagram. We will throw it the video of us trying it on our story. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a reel or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's it for food. That's it for food. Up next, it's entertainment and events or events and entertainment. We're proud to be a partner with BarkBox. BarkBox is the largest dog subscription box company in the world and brings joy to over 1 million dogs and their humans every single month. They create a themed box of toys and treats and deliver it to your dog's doorstep. And guess what? They're giving your fur baby a free toy in every box when you start your subscription today. If you love your good boy or good girl, prove it. Head over to magiconmainstreet.com slash BarkBox or click the link in the show notes to claim this offer today. Entertainment, events, entertainment and events, entertainment, events, entertainment and events, entertainment, events, entertainment and events, entertainment and events, here we go, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an Encanto sing-along on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which is awesome because those songs are great. They're Kenzie's favorite. Kenzie's really digging that movie right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, another one that we just watched the other night was Turning Red. That was another good one. I loved it. It was yeah, so cute. It was great. Uh, lots of controversy around that movie. Yeah. But like far reaching controversy. Yeah. Like a bunch of, uh, people were talking about, uh, like the fight between the mom and the daughter and it's like embracing like kids talking back to their parents. And I'm like, it's a movie. It's dumb. And then how it's basically talking about puberty and periods and, and how, how uh, it's inappropriate. And I'm like, why can't we talk about like l- real life things that happen to every child? Cause we're not allowed. You're supposed to be ashamed. Yeah. It, it's like shaming people for having, for going through puberty. It mm-hmm. was really, really strange commentary that I saw about that movie. Yeah. Um, things got into religion and oh, just so weird. It's just, it's, it's a movie about a real life thing that kids go through. And then it's also a cartoon about a giant panda, panda. <laughs> a person that turns into a giant panda. 
I don't know. Anyway. Um, anyway, the Disneyland Easter egg extravaganza begins 331 and will run through 417. April 17th is when that ends. Each game board and sticker set is $9.99, and there will be a max of six per person because there's six eggs. So you'll be able to collect all six eggs if you do six boards. Uh, but that's $60, folks. So I don't know if, if that's something you want to do. Um, and there are three unique boards, one for downtown Disney, one for DCA and one for Disneyland. So, uh, we're going to participate in that. I think it's going to be really fun. And they have a couple things that I really want. One of them is the Cheshire cat and the other one is Robin hood, which you never see Robin hood. And I love, love, love Robin hood. I know our friend Cameron Keggy is going to be really excited about that as well. Cause he's the only other person I know that loves it as much as me. Anyway. Um, what else? Oh, I love when you end your rants with. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Mirabelle is back at Disneyland. I don't think we've, we talked about this. Um, so she's at Disneyland now, not at DCA. And you can find her over by Zocalo uh, um, in Frontierland. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. And then what else? Oh, uh, we haven't talked since this dropped. They released the trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And it looks so good. So good. It looks amazing. If you're a Star Wars fan, you are going to love this movie, this show, I I think. Uh, I'm really excited about um, the Inquisitor and the Sisters and Brothers, um, some characters that you see in the animated series. Yeah, really exciting stuff. So, um, yeah, stoked to see that drop this past week. Lots of good entertainment. Yeah, so much good stuff. All right, that's uh, events and entertainment. Up next, our last trip. I know we'll be back again soon. I'm already daydreaming in my room. Sometimes to enjoy today, just start thinking of yesterday. You know, <laughs> that song shouldn't make me emotional. <laughs> Why does it make you emotional? Because we have theme songs. Like, what is this world that we live in? Why are you crying? I don't know. It's just so special to me that we have these cool songs and people that like share in this adventure with us, you know, like mm-hmm. Cameron putting that together for us. And let me say, oh, my microphone's falling. <laughs> you got too emotional uh, yeah it was the weight of my emotions <laughs> um let me just say cameron cameron james parker and kaylin rabbit mm-hmm. who put together the our original jingles they did these things for free yeah they didn't charge us a dime they didn't ask for anything in return they just wanted to make cool music for us so mm-hmm. i don't know they're special to me we're pretty lucky we are. Um, not a lot of news on the last trip that we uh, went on, or the last few trips, I guess. But since we've been back the past few trips, um, there's no masks, and it feels weird. I felt like I was going to get in trouble. Yeah. Like the whole time. Um, <laughs> I love it, and I'm glad that we're now in a place where we can kind of start start thinking beyond the, the masks and all that. But it felt really odd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole time I was like, someone's going to yell at me. I didn't put my yeah. mask on before I came in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we still bring them with us. If we feel that we're in an area that's too saturated, we'll throw them on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do the same or you can not do that. It's up to you now. Exactly. Uh, Who did we run into? Well, we we ran into our, be- our one of our best friends, Jeff. Hef. Uh, Jeff, we've known since 2013. Uh, met him through the, the social club scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to join the Wonderlanders, which I was, which I started and I had a, you know, a decent amount of people hanging out with me in that group. Um, and he wanted to join. And so he did a little meetup with us. He spent a bunch of time with Kenzie. I saw how he interacted with our group and the kids that were around. And I was like, I love this guy. He's amazing. Let's bring him in. So he, we invited him, invited him to join the club and ever since we've just been like best friends, I was in his wedding. Um, 
He was in ours. He was in ours. Uh, yeah, just just a good a good fella. So glad that we were able to hang out with him. He lives in Utah, so he came down with some of his friends, and they had a day, and we kind of ushered them around and uh, for part of it. And so yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And we realized we hadn't seen Jeff in like four years, <laughs> which is crazy because it feels like I saw him just yesterday. But mm-hmm. he's one of those friends, though, one of those friends that you don't need to see him every day. You see him when you see him, and, and when you do, it, it's it's special. Mm-hmm. So, love you, buddy. And he's a listener of the show. He's going to be crying right now. And he, I felt really good about it because he he won a hat in a contest that so we had done ago. so long ago. And I was like, nah, it's just Jeff. <laughs> and so I didn't send it. He'll and, get it when uh, he gets that's it. That's kind of like the, the, the quote about Jeff. That's It's just Jeff. Uh, and <laughs> so <laughs> we, we were able to give him his hat, and it felt new. <laughs> Finally, it made me feel good. Poor guy. Anyway, uh, but okay, let's talk about food, mm. folks, friends, family, people. I am going to share with you the best treat oh, at Disneyland. Yeah. You guys thought that it was the churro toffee was Sean's kryptonite. Churro toffee is amazing. I love it so much. But I have found something far better. Far more superior and far more peanut buttery. (laughs) It is called the peanut butter sandwich. Now, it's not a peanut butter sandwich. It's not bread and peanut butter and Mm -hmm. jelly. This is whipped peanut butter whipped with chunks of peanuts in the whipped peanut butter, whipped peanut butter, coated in chocolate and then sprinkled with peanuts. And when I tell you that this is the best dessert, best snack, best treat that I've ever put into my mouth, I'm not lying. And I'm not exaggerating. I, it, uh, when you go to the, the, the candy shops, some of them don't label the, the, the PB sandwich. So when you go looking for it, it doesn't really... If I say, go get the peanut butter sandwich, like, you're not really looking for it. It's basically a chocolate block is what it looks like with peanuts on top of it. It used sometimes, to have sometimes. Sometimes it still does have the a Mickey, Mickey, yeah, in red. Uh, but I'll put up a picture on our Instagram. Please go get one. Do yourself a favor, but also do it at home where you can grab a glass of milk <laughs> because it is rich. It is. It's really good. I it basically cut it into fours and I eat it. I eat a fourth of it at a time because it's just too rich. So good though, it's amazing. So I think I've spent enough time on that. <laughs> Go, go, what, what else? Um, do we want to talk about the things that we will? Oh, there was one more thing. So this is Kenzie, probably Kenzie's favorite treat right now at Disneyland. The chili mango whip Mm -hmm. over at Tropical Hideaway. So it's pineapple mangoes, pineapple mango swirl, Dole Whip, chamoy, mango, and chili lime seasoning. They also put like like cucumber, sorry, jicama. (laughs) (laughs) It's not cucumber. Jicama and mango and pineapple yeah. uh, chunks on top of it. Mm-hmm. It's actually quite tasty. Chamoy is not my I flavor, like but I really enjoy that whip. She's been getting it every time we've gone. And I, I really like it. She got it the first time when they had the cherry whip during Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I wish they would have kept that. It was so good. I'll just pout. It's fine. Do you want to talk about what we got at the Food and Wine Festival? Yes. Go for it. The Snickers caramel peanut Milk, chocolate, Mickey, macaron. Really good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I could only that eat like a line, bite though. That line though gets crazy because everybody wants one because it's a Mickey-shaped dessert. But I think it's also because it's the first booth that you see. Yeah. Right? Oh, I guess we do have a bit of news. You can no longer order at any festival booth and oh, pick up somewhere right. else because they were having issues with people pre-ordering and then going to that booth to pick it up and that booth would be out. So to kind of eliminate that issue, you can only buy at that specific booth so that they can make sure you are actually going to get the item that right. you order. Kind of a bummer. A little bit, but the lines go pretty fast. They just look really daunting. Yeah. But they're not that bad. What else? I'm going through my little book. I, I have my little book with me. So... The Snickers Caramel Peanut Milk Chocolate Mickey Macaron. It's the chocolate Mickey Macaron filled with a caramel ganache and Snickers pieces. Fantastic. But yes, definitely share it because it's very rich or take the rest of it home. 
Yeah. Um, we did go and have the Pim's Elote Pretzel at uh, Pim's Test Kitchen, which is an Elote Pretzel, which is... Hang on. Where's the... Oh, here it is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's a five-ounce pretzel topped with corn three ways, cilantro sprigs, radish, cotija, and flavored crema. It was really good. It was... I thought it was fantastic. It had little, like, popcorn... Like little popcorn. Yeah, so there was like corn kernels, creamed corn, and the little like mini snack popcorn molecule things that they have in the the little bags. Yeah. It was that. And then it had the cheese and the crema, and it was pretty dang good. It was it was really tasty. Um the sweetness of the cream corn kind of threw me a little oh, bit. I, I wanted it to be more savory, but that being said, uh, it was really tasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These next two on our list are all you. These because I didn't even get a chance to try either of them. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I kind of messed up. The IPA sausage dog. What's it called? IPA sausage. Dog. Is that just that's what it's called? Yeah, it's on a soft pretzel roll with onion, pepper, jardinier. Cheddar cheese sauce and a malt vinegar jalapeno crunch. Chardonnay. Chardonnay. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't was... know. I didn't get to try it. <laughs> Why didn't you have some? Because by the time I went to grab a bite, it was gone. Oh. That sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> uh, it was really tasty. It was really good. Um, I wouldn't say it was like the best item there, but it was definitely really good. Now, what I will say is the best item there. Didn't get to try this one. Wait, either. you didn't try this one either? No, you ate it so fast. You have no idea how good this was. No, I don't. Because you didn't eat and it. And Kenzie didn't share hers with me either. She went and got one and had it finished by Little the time Miss she Pouty came to pants. me. Okay, so there's this thing called the chili relleno empanada, and it's basically a chili relleno inside of an empanada. Um, uh, shell, uh, mm-hmm. dough. And it's basically just like a cheese sandwich. It was so good. How did you not get any? Because you guys are pigs. That's how. I mean, it was all there for you to try. I was the one that was running back and forth to the booths to get stuff. By the time I came back to try it, it was gone. You, you guys are just pouty. No, no, I didn't even say anything till just now. I'm going to get my own tomorrow. Kenzie had a full-on mental breakdown Kenzie about it. Kenzie was upset. Kenzie went and got her own because she walked up to Sean and went, you didn't save me any? And he was like, no. no. <laughs> I ate my item. I thought it was mine. Obviously, I didn't. I share when I need to share, but that was not a sharing opportunity for me. Uh, she was sad. You were both out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Uh, but this chili relleno empanada was <laughs> something else. It was. I could probably eat five. I want to get two tomorrow. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so good. You're ridiculous. What else? The grilled top sirloin with chili, uh, chimichurri. Yes. So it's a grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic gruyere, smashed potatoes, and black garlic chimichurri. It was really, really good. Very garlicky. Like, it, Very like garlicky. the booth is called Garlic Kissed. It is garlic drenched. So don't let anybody fool you because it's. You're going to smell rough afterwards. <laughs> um, and then the carbonara garlic mac and cheese with the Nuesca's peppered bacon. I didn't like it. You and Kenzie did. Wait. Well, Kenzie liked it. Um, I wasn't a fan. Wait, which one are you talking about? The garlic the mac, mac and cheese? cheese that I got when I got the steak. Oh, I didn't care for it. I didn't. Yeah. Kenzie liked it. Yeah. But I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Um, but those are the only food items that we tried while we were there this week. We're going to try a couple more tomorrow. I'm going to try to get to Lamp Lakes. There's a couple of things there that I'd like to try. Um, but and that's the beautiful did... thing about these festivals is it's not just at these carts. Like you can go to your favorite restaurants too and you'll and you'll still find some really good stuff. Mm-hmm. We did try some, well, I tried some drinks. Um, I got the Tropical Mimosa Flight, which has a green apple and lychee mimosa, a passion fruit and banana mimosa, and a cherry yuzu and ginger mimosa. That passion fruit and banana mimosa was one of the best things I have ever had. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Sean really liked the cherry yuzu and ginger. I did. It was really good. The green apple and lychee was good. It was just really tart. You know, I liked all of them, and I don't like passion yeah. fruit, 
and I but I did I did the like banana it, but was the, a little bit more overpowering. The banana was more overpowering, so th- that's why I enjoyed that one. The green apple a little too tart for me, but I still enjoyed it. The cherry yuzu and ginger, so good. Yeah, I could. I I think I might get one, a full size of the passion fruit and banana I, tomorrow. I was considering getting a full size cherry yuzu and ginger. <gasps> let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. I'm so excited. Um, and then I did the. Uh, cantarito style paloma. Cantarito, cantarito, which cantarito. I hated. Paloma. I hated it so much. Um, Alvi and Mamers really liked it. I actually ended up giving it to Mamers, and then Mamers bought me the passion fruit rum cocktail, and we just like swapped. Mm, but that's yeah, right. I wasn't a, and I should have known. Like I'm not a huge fan of palomas. Paloma. But. It was fine. I just, it wasn't, I wasn't a fan, but the passion fruit rum cocktail I really liked. It was white rum, Sinar, Sinar. I don't know what that is. Passion fruit, orange, guava, orgiat. That's the almond stuff, right? And lime. Let me see. Sinar. Isn't that that, um, that's that stuff that we got for those weird cocktails here, isn't it? I don't know what those are, but I didn't like that drink. <laughs> oh, the rum one you didn't like? Yeah. I liked it. Because it kind of tastes like pog juice. Cause it was... I don't like pog juice. Yeah, That's probably I what it is. pog juice. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, that was it for food. Yeah. Uh, we did hit a few attractions. I think the only... There's only a couple that I wanted to, to talk about. Uh, to all the Disney execs that listen to this broadcast, <laughs> that, you know, listen to this regularly... Can we change Autopia to electric cars? <laughs> no, I like the smell. Do you think the cast members that work on that attraction like the smell? I don't know, but I like it. It's awful. <laughs> it's noxious. It smells so good. It's pungent. I like it. Oh, it's, t- it's gasoline. It's good. That's oh, not good. It's exhaust. <laughs> yeah, we it's need clean to change fuel. That. It's not clean to breathe. Yeah, it is. No, no. There's no way. I like it. There's no way. Anyway. Um... We went on Soarin' Over California, Aww, and I it brought a tear to my eye because I love that attraction. It's not Soarin' Over the World, which I don't know. Soarin' Over... So, okay. So, when I go on Soarin' Over California, I see these places that I know. I, you know, I things are familiar. Mm-hmm. I It's, you know, it's, it's I don't know, it's different. Soarin' Over the World, it's places that I've never been. It's places I'll probably never go. Mm-hmm. There's no emotional connection. It's missing like that feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, there you don't get that feeling when you go on Soaring Over the World. Yeah. So I wish they would just keep it as Soaring Over the Over California. I don't know. Um, I agree. And this is a, just a public surge service announcement. Put your phone away on attractions. <laughs> One, nobody wants to see what's on your screen. Two, nobody wants to hear what you're listening to. Put your phone away. This message brought to you by Sean McCready. Dun, dun. Anyway. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. Anything else you wanted merch? to talk about? You had merch you wanted to talk about. Oh, we didn't talk about any of the merch. Oh, we forgot. Oh. <gasps> uh, okay. Hang on. Let's let's do this first. So there's a bunch of Christmas stuff in the parks. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because there were like shipment containers that were stuck offshore um, that they're now getting. So mm-hmm. there's a, just a bunch of weird random Christmas stuff. So you might see it sprinkled around the parks. I can't say it's going to be there today or tomorrow, but it was there when we were there. Um, so keep an eye out if you're looking for something Christmassy for the season. Um, where the Christmas store was in Fantasyland, mm-hmm. it's now called Merlin's Marvelous Miscellany. It's really cute. And it's super cute. It still smells like Christmas in It there. still smells like Christmas. It's like stained the walls. Yeah. Um, the window displays are very cute. I, I don't, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but Disney does a really good job of window displays at their retail outlets. So, uh, check that out. Really cool stuff. Uh, there's a lot of new merchandise in galaxy's edge, a lot of like t-shirts and like more casual type, uh, gear, some really cool jackets that look very star Warsy. Um, so check out the carts, check out the stores. There's all kinds of really good stuff there now. But something that I'm super excited about because I got one is the new Cal Kestis lightsaber. I am so thrilled to have this lightsaber. If you don't know who Cal Cal Kestis is, uh, there's a video game called Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Fallen Order. um, And he's the main character. He has a really cool, unique lightsaber. And so uh, I got one and I'm going to be putting up some videos on the 
the old Instagram, the Instatubes. Mm-hmm. Instatubes. <laughs> but I think that's it. Yeah. Anything else? No. I'm hungry now. Yeah, I'm starving. It's daytime. Yeah, it's weird. We don't normally record during the day. Uh-uh. Anyway. All right. Well, that was our last trip. Up next, it's Quote of the Week. It's time for Quote of the Week. Putting words together that last forever. It's Quote of the Week. Okay. So um, there's a lot of really weird stuff going on with the Disney Corporation. Um, This Bob fella that nobody likes is just not doing a good job of getting people to like him. Um, not Bob Iger. He's the good one. Um, I, I don't, I try to stay away from that on this show, but he is making some really bad decisions when it comes to employee, his employees, because he's not realizing how many of his employees are LGBTQIA plus. Um, and that's sad. The decisions he's made. So, um, this quote is actually from me. Uh, it's not a Walt Disney quote cause it doesn't have anything that, that really matched. So I'm going to just say this, your intent does not excuse the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyhow, that's the quote of the week. Uh, that is our show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Magic on Mainstream Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, or any stories you want to share with our audience, please email us at friends at magiconmainstreet.com. Also, follow us on Instagram. You can find us at magiconmainpod. Make sure you become a Patreon subscriber. If you think that we're worth more than $2, if you think that, then uh, you can get early access. and you'll have If never... you don't think that, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell me that. <laughs> Your inaction says a lot. <laughs> uh, you'll get early access. You'll never have to listen to an ad. And you can find out information at patreon.com slash magic on Main Street. Also, please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Uh, you can literally just click five stars and say happy birthday. You can tell mm-hmm. me your favorite recipe. It doesn't have to be anything about the show. It's all marketing. They don't care. I just want those ratings so that more people can find us. Please. Just do that. It takes literally 30 seconds on any of your platforms. Uh, help us sh- uh, help us spread the magic, please. But on that note, on behalf of Tabitha, Kenzie, Scar, and myself, thanks so much for listening to the Magic on Main Street podcast. We'll see you real soon. Bye-bye. Magic on Main Street, just like a churro, you're so sweet. Our time with you is such a treat Spread the Disney love Thanks for hanging out with us On Main Street